Hello, welcome back, my beautiful people. Welcome to the Fire Up Goddess. Um, I am Narishka. I am the podcaster. I am so excited to bring in the second episode of the series, I guess. <laughs> I don't know how I'm working this yet, but we got this. Um, I do want to give a shout out to everybody that messaged me about the last podcast, about the father wounds. Thank you so much for such the positive words. Thank you to everyone that just messaged me about how they resonated with them. I am very blessed to have gotten that feedback. Um, and I'm just so excited to talk about our next episode. Um, I do apologize. I should have uploaded this uh, episode like two weeks ago, but life got in the way. And so I wasn't able to do it. I wasn't in the right mental space to do it. So I just... I just like, you know what, when it's meant to be up, it's meant to be up. So now I am doing a lot better. And so now I want to bring in this new episode, the second episode of the Fire Up Goddess, okay? And you already know from the last episode, if you haven't heard it yet, it is your sign to go hear it. It is about father wounds. And so in this episode, we're going to talk about the mother wounds. Do we have mommy issues? What is it? Yes, okay? I am so excited to bring this uh, this episode to you guys. Um, this is one that uh, I am currently on um, in my journey. I still healing. I'm still working on my mother wounds. I am trying to heal the relationship I have with my mother, um, and it has been one of the most hardest ones. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I'm gonna be straight up. This has been one of the most hardest ones that I've done is healing my mother womb and healing the relationship I have with my mother. Um, it is definitely one of the hardest ones. I'm not going to lie. Um, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm not going to be like, oh my God, no, it was great. No, it's hard. <laughs> I have been constantly, what, I believe two, three years now, constantly been trying to heal and work on the relationship I have with my mother constantly for the past, I think, three three years I believe um and it has not been easy at all it has not whatsoever um however I am very blessed to talk about this talk about it in this episode and uh as always please make sure uh to follow my Instagram fire up the goddess um that is where I'll be posting things I'll be getting a little more active I don't know how to do the Instagram with the podcast um, so I'm just going to be winging it just to see how everything works out. So with this being said, I just want to give gratitude to all of you that are um, listening to this episode. And I hope it helps you in some level or brings you clarity or opens your eyes to be like, oh, my God, I didn't realize about that. Maybe I maybe I do have something that I need to work on. And just whatever it brings up this episode, just let it be brought up. Um, and I just want to thank you all for the support. Thank you for everything honestly i am very excited to do these um podcasts um and talk about it like i said last time this is kind of me giving my younger self a voice um a voice that i didn't feel like i had when i was younger so i'm giving her this opportunity to talk about it and for whatever needs to come up needs to come up and i am so blessed to have it to be able to share those experiences with each and every one of you that are listening um and yeah, so 
with that being said, <laughs> let's go ahead and get started with the mother wound episode two. Yes, let's talk about it. Let's get started. All right. So what is a mother wound? So a mother wound, um, oh, before we get started, remember, this is not my own professional advice. This is my own opinion from my own experiences. Um, I am not a psychologist. I am not a therapist. I'm not a doctor. I'm just talking about this because this is what I felt. This is what I've learned in therapy in the past 10 years. This is what I've learned spiritually. This is what I've learned by myself. This is all from my own experience and my own point of view. This is not a professional advice. So please be aware to just go seek help. If anything were to come up or you want to talk to professionals, go ahead and get that professional advice and help, okay? Um, so a mother wound to me personally, um, it is when as a child, your mother was uh, absent um, or overly involved in your life, like controlling kind of. Um, and I will be speaking mostly on the absent part um, due to the fact that my mom was absent. Even though she was physically there, she was not emotionally and mentally there. So she was very absent. Um, a lot of my mental and emotional needs were not met. But my physical needs to some level were met. And uh, financially, uh, they were somewhat met met I guess um yeah that's what I'm saying like uh my needs were met mostly by like food and shelter um I always had food on the table um I always had shelter um everything else to some level were not met um but yes no so a mother room is like when you just feel like neglected your mother wasn't there you know that mother energy that we always seek that nurture, that love, um, being there. Like, um, let's say, like, we got on a roll and there's a ceremony and our mom wasn't there. That creates a wound. That really does. And let's say you accomplish something big or you do, like, let's say, <laughs> you know, when you're in kindergarten and you draw something, you know, when you're, <laughs> when kids in kindergarten draw something, you're like, and, and but you still support them you're like oh my god that's so beautiful that's so gorgeous you did such a great job little things like that um like if your mother didn't say anything you're just like oh okay cool that's that's cool put it on the fridge like didn't show no, no compassion no love to what you did um that creates a wound um and and then also what also creates a wound is like if your mom like me wasn't emotionally there mentally there um, because she had to, she was going through her own things. And so she was sucked into her own world. And so she couldn't provide the mental support, the emotional support that a mother should, in my opinion, provide. Um, so yes. So my mother wound started off with, um, yeah, just like my mom not being there, um, emotionally and mentally, uh, I talked about it a little bit in the father wound where um, my stepdad is, was an alcoholic. So her needs were very much around my stepfather. Um, she would cater to him, do everything for him. Um, his needs, quote unquote, were being met by her mostly. Um, and so whatever she had left over, 
that's when she would give to me. So whatever one my stepdad's needs were met, then her leftovers would be to me and to my sister and to my brother. Um, so yeah, so that's that's something that really much affected me. Um, and she was codependent, which makes sense. Um, I'm not too familiar about how my grandparents were in relationship, but I would probably, the little I know about my grandfather, I'm pretty sure he was an alcoholic too. Um, I would not be surprised if she were to tell me the other that he drank a lot. Um, I would not be surprised. Um, but yeah, no, that created some wounds um, that my emotional mental needs were not being met and something that um, I do not believe I talked about in the last episode, um, was, I don't know, maybe I did. Um, I was suicidal, um, when I was growing up, um, especially from the ages of 13 to, I believe, 18, 13 to 18. Um, but the most powerful ones were when I was 14 to 16. Uh, that's when I really, really was in it very deep. Um, and I came to her, she was on the computer and I went to her and I'm like, Hey mom, I want to tell you something. And she's like, what? Um, and I said, uh, I've been thinking a lot about, you know, um, not being here, like killing myself. I want to die. And she stopped what she was doing and she just looked at me and she said, oh, don't think like that. That's not a good way to think. You'll be okay. And she stopped looking at me and she continued to do it on the computer. Um, so that very much created a deep wound. Even to this day, I think about it constantly. Not constantly, but I think about it often when I talk about, um, when I talk about her in therapy um, and things come up like that really did wound me. Um, and so, yeah, like those little things like that, not little things, but those things like that where you didn't get the support when you were not feeling okay, when you're not feeling your best, when you're feeling sad and your mother wasn't there. Um, those create very deep wounds um, because it makes you feel unworthy, makes you feel unloved, makes you feel unseen, unheard, not important enough. You don't even feel enough in general. And that's where I was when I was growing up was that I just didn't feel enough. I didn't feel enough to be alive. I didn't feel enough to be loved. I just didn't, I just didn't feel okay being here. Um, but yeah, so, um, so yeah, so let's talk about, uh, like I said, some things that might be with mother wounds, um, Remember, these are just my opinion. These are not professional advice. So I feel when you have a mother wound, um, in my opinion, uh, you usually will feel uh, not cared for or loved, uh, not being able to trust other women. Um, have, you might have a difficult uh, time connecting with women or having relationships with them. Um, just like, oh, I don't, I don't trust women. Um, I don't. I'm not really good friends with them. Oh, I only have a few women friends because there's very few that understand me. Things like that. That's mostly a mother wound that I would say is is being activated. Um, physical touch might be hard for you. Um, there's other things to them. Physical touch might be hard. Like if you were um, violated as a child, stuff like that. Yes. 
um, how I see it is like a mother is supposed to be nurturing, you know, the one that hugs you, that cuddles you, that kisses you, and the the one that's always there for you, like physically and just like loving on you and giving you a bunch of kisses, and you're like, mom, stop, 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 that, like that, <laughs> like. That, like, that's what I mean when you have a hard time with physical touch. Like, you don't really want to be kissed. You don't want to be touched. Um, also, remember that this comes with other things, too. Not be, not being, wa- not wanting to be touched comes with also being violated as a child. I'm just talking about the mother-nurture side of this. Um, also, having abandonment issues because if our mother abandons us as a child, then we will have those abandonment issues like, okay, well, my own mother didn't love me or she wasn't there for me at that time, then everyone else will leave me. If my mother can't even love me, how can anybody else love me? Um, watching things, watching your mind when you think about certain things is that comes up to your comes up to you. And same thing with father was, oh, if my father wasn't there, he didn't teach me how to do this, then how can I trust any man to do it? same thing with women if my mom didn't love me mom didn't cuddle me at night when I was crying and it was my first heartbreak and she was like oh just get over it like that's going to create wounds that's going to create trust issues that's going to create abandonment um so uh I just feel like in my own opinion our abend our attachment styles and like how we um um those issues that we have with abandonment or avoidant anxious and stuff like that, it comes from depending on what relationship hurts us, hurted us the most as a child. So with me, I have abandonment issues. Um, and so having my own mother abandon me, well, first it was my father. Um, with him, I don't really have a relationship with him, so I can't. I was abandoned by him. I know I was. Um, and then my own mother abandoned me for another uh, man. And so that creates a whole thing. And then I have an anxious attachment style also. So there's a big combo, like abandonment issues and and, and anxious attachment. Those are some interesting combos right there. (laughs) So I start panicking when, um, when like, let's say the voice of tone changed slightly. I'm already panicking. I'm already crapping my pants. I'm like, oh God, what did I do? What did I say? Oh crap, I hurt somebody's feelings. Oh my God, they're going to leave me because of uh, of this, because of that. Oh my God, oh my God, I'm going to like, it's done. Like the relationship is done. (laughs) And so like that, like you have to pay attention to your attachment style. Pay attention to um, uh, what kind of things, like are you hyper independent? Are like, what's going on? Like look at yourself and see, okay, how in relationships do I react? Do I run? Do I stay when I need to run? Um, do I... I just blanked. <laughs> so yeah, so just watch out how you are in a relationship. I completely blanked, never mind, about that topic. Okay, but you yeah, know, just watch out how you are in relationships. Do you run? Do you stay? Or do you overstay? And then that's going to tell you a lot about how your attachment is in relationships. Um, and then, uh, what else? Is it hard for you to express your feelings? Um, this is a big one because remember our mothers are supposed to tell us like, oh, that they love us, express their feelings and stuff like that. So if you have a hard time expressing those, also it could be that it's probably your mother shut you down. Um, I say, oh no, you're not supposed to feel that way, but that also goes into your father also. If your parents were shut you down, like they say, oh, hey, mom, I don't, 
I don't feel okay going to the store today. Can I stay home? And they just force you to still go because they're like, oh, I'm your, I'm your parent. I told you so. Let's go. I don't care how you feel. That makes you not be able to express your uh, feelings and your emotions mm-hmm. properly. And then the biggest one is people pleasing. This is where you break your back and do everything and anything, no matter what. Even if you can't do it, you will do it just to get the approval and the validation of that person, uh, of whoever you're trying to uh, please. Um, I'm just letting you guys know, I know there's, there might be some meowing in the background. That is my cat, just so you guys know. Um, but yes, <laughs> let's see um, what else. And then also craving a deep emotional relationship. So this one, um, to me, when you crave deep emotional relationships, is most likely, in my opinion, is from you not having that deep emotional connection with your mother. Um, and so you seek out that emotional connection, uh, especially like if you have a friend and you're like, oh my God, your mom's amazing. And they're like, no, my mom's not that amazing. And you're like, no, but she is. And it's because to some level, uh, your friend's mother is meeting the needs that your mom didn't meet. And so you're seeing her like, oh my God, she is a good mother. When really reality, it might not be like that. Because, yes, she might be meeting your needs, but she might not be meeting the, uh, your friend's need. Um, and so you're seeking a lot of deeper emotional relationships. And you're like, oh, and I'm guilty of this. So of like, oh, no, I want to have a, I want to have a relationship where I can talk about the depth about what we've been through and, and just talk about all the deep stuff about everything. And you have to realize that that is beautiful. Yes. However, that also creates with the wrong person. It will create you trauma bonding with another person because you guys have been through the same thing. And so what that creates is addictions, codependency, that trauma bond where you're like, oh, my God, no, they know me. They know everything about me. It's only been two days. I'm guilty of it. Don't worry about it. I am completely guilty of that. <laughs> um, and so you create that bond because you think you have a deep emotional connection with that person, but you literally just trauma bonded because you guys have been through the same thing. And a lot of times it's one person out of the two relationships, out of two people in the relationship, one person knows that they are not okay and they're looking to heal. And the other person is okay with they're at. They're comfortable. They don't know what to do. They're they're perfectly fine where they're at. They're hurting, but they just don't realize that they need to seek help. And so that creates that bond, that bond where they're like, oh my God, no, I can't let go of that person because he knows me so well. He understands me. They understand me. They know what I've been through. They know the pain. However, you get to realize that as much as they know what you've been through, they don't want to get help. They do not want to get better. Um, so then that creates a very toxic codependent relationship. And so... Um, when that happens, you have to realize that you have to tell yourself when you're ready, if that you'll know if that person wants to change or not. And if that person does not want to change, I advise you to leave. If somewhere deep down inside, you know, like, mm, I don't think they want to change as much as I do, then it's time for you to go. Um, I know that's hard. I've been in that situation plenty of times and I've stayed in relationships for years because I refuse to let go of that person just because we bonded through that quote-unquote deep emotional relationship. 
but it was really in reality a trauma bond so yes um and then also a really big one <laughs> that this is the one that i am working on currently with my own mother is feeling anger and resentment towards your mom you have to figure out why are you feeling anger towards her? Any little thing. She might, you put the pencil on the left and she grabbed the pencil she wrote in the book and she put it in the right because she forgot it was in the left. And you completely flip out on her. That is, there's a deeper issue that is there lying. Um, and it's because most likely we you have resentment. We have resentment towards our mom for not taking care of us the way that we needed her too she wasn't there the way that she needed to be for us the way that we crave the way that we saw we see in movies the way that the little girl the little boy in us wanted our mom to be there for us and so that creates anger that creates resentment especially if it's been going on for years a lot of us is still going on so and this is how I see myself is where um I'm like okay well when my resentment and my anger towards my mom comes up I see it as um oh well my mom constantly does this so let me give you so it makes a little bit more sense I hope um so something about my mom my mom had a knee replacement surgery I think half knee replacement surgery Jesus Christ I think like um like ooh, like almost 10 years ago I believe no somewhere around 10 years or a little less seven eight nine years ago um and the doctors told her hey this is gonna be hard it's gonna be a lot hard on therapy you have to do the therapy if not it's just gonna be a waste of time you have to exercise the muscle that you were doing if not that's just gonna fail the, the surgery is gonna fail um and she still did it and she didn't do the therapy and so years later five or more i think it's been like six or seven years uh, eight. I don't know. I know it's been less than 10 years, but over five years. So somewhere between five to 10 years is how long has uh, this has been going on. And she hasn't, um, she hasn't really done anything. Um, every day she does the same thing where she literally does nothing. <laughs> um, she sits in the living room, watches TV and falls asleep every two minutes, wakes up, goes to the bathroom, sleeps in the bathroom, and then goes to her room, sleeps some more, and just that whole constant thing. And she barely moves. She barely walks. Where now she's in a lot of pain. And I can tell. And it, she can't even pick up a, uh, a, a half a gallon of milk without it hurting her. Um, because she's not exercising her muscles. She's just sitting. She's just there just in lack of better words is rotten away um and she's still pretty young in my eyes she's not she's almost 70 she's still young in my eyes um because my stepdad is i believe over 80 and he does more than her so i like so yes yeah, so i'm just like oh like you're still young um but yeah no so that has created um some type of resentment towards her to me towards her um, because every time it's something different, something's always like, oh, this hurts, this, um, she's like, oh, can you go grab me this? I don't want to get up and do that. Um, taking her to a doctor is a big hassle because she's like, oh, I don't want to leave the house. And I'm just like, but you have to. And then it, when those things flare up, I'm like, 
and I get angry at her, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm still holding on to when she abandoned me. This is when she, um, she's still in that victim mentality. She's still, uh, she doesn't realize what she's done to me. And so it kind of creates this anger, this resentment. It's like, well, you never changed. You've never changed and you never will. And you're never going to apologize. So why should I be nice to you? And so it creates those things like that, that is just, it's not the healthiest, it's not the best. And I know I have anger and resentment towards her um, because she hasn't apologized, which I'm pretty sure I'll never get an apology. Um, And she will never see the pain that she put me through. She'll never see almost anything that that I've been through um, because she even still to this day is like, why you still go to therapy? It's been 10 years. I'm like, because I'm con- I'm like, even though it's been 10 years in therapy, I'm still healing. I'm like, I'm still dealing with my things. She's like, but why? So she doesn't get it. Um, but that's a lot with the, I believe the baby boomers. I believe she's one, one of the baby boomers. I don't know. Uh, um, but yeah, so you have to watch how, like, where's that anger, that resentment's coming, especially if you blow up on your mom, because I've catch myself. And the littlest things that she does, I blow up on her. And it's because I still have anger and resentment towards her in the uh, from my childhood. And so we had to figure out what is that? Like, where is it coming from? And how can I help kind of patch it up, at least for now? Because remember, you can patch it up now, but in 10 years, it can show up again. Because you the universe puts you in that position again where it's going to trigger you because you learned something new to better heal that wound even more. Um, and then also another one is, uh, not seeing your worth, seeing your value. This one, I am a hard believer that that one, um, comes a lot when you don't have self-worth and you don't have value. I feel like in, to me personally, I feel so that one comes a lot more when you have mother wounds, um, because you're supposed like, if you see your mom that she doesn't value herself, she doesn't, she doesn't see her worth and she's just letting everybody treat her any type of way and letting her dis- disrespect her and stuff like that then you're like oh well if she is letting herself and she's my mom she's the most powerful thing in the world she's my mom uh, she's supposed to value she's supposed to see herself and she's supposed to like not let people treat her like that and she still lets people like that you're like oh okay well I guess it's okay she's my mom I trust her she's my mom I'm supposed to be treated that way too and so that's where it comes like where our relationships when we get older we mirror our parents' relationships. It's because what our parents went through and they if they didn't stand up for themselves and they didn't break away from that toxic relationships or those friends, we're going to dive into it because we think it's okay to be in those types of relationships because our parents were in those relationships. And that's all we know. So realizing and taking that power back that no, those relationships are not okay to be in. Um, that will greatly help you in patching up those wounds and healing from them and just giving them another voice. Um, so yes. I feel so this episode's like all over the place. So I do apologize. I just hope that you guys still resonate with it. Um, so then now I'm going to do some ways to heal. Uh, hold on. I am checking my time because my computer is about to die. Um, but yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So yeah. So healing. So healing, um, how to heal your mother wounds, and also this goes with uh, father wounds too. Reparenting yourself. Reparenting yourself is the most important thing, I feel like, 
in a journey for healing our parent wounds is reparenting ourselves showing us that love that nurture that care that 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 energy that we felt as a kid that we needed so desperately and so much that we cried about and asked god or universe or whatever you believed in as a kid why can't my mom why can't my dad give me this why can't she do this for me why can't he give this to me that that energy that we desperately cried about and all that stuff that is what we need to work on reparenting bringing that energy to us because we are worthy of it and we deserve it and also nurturing ourselves that mother wound is deep on that nurture taking care of ourselves listening to our bodies when it's asking for something listen to it if it's asking for rest call in um asking for more greens asking for uh a dance, whatever to release, we need to nurture ourselves, nurture our bodies and give ourselves that love, that compassion, that gentle love that we wanted from our mother. We have to give it to ourselves. If you have to buy a teddy bear and cuddle with a teddy bear, go for it. And also giving ourselves more physical touch. This is not sexual, not sexual, physical touch. This talks about, about hugging ourselves um, cuddling up in the fetal position. Again, like I said, the teddy bear. If you want to buy a teddy bear, cuddle with a teddy bear and really give yourself that nurturing warmness that you need. And then also, the most important one was learning our worth and value. This is so, 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 so important. I cannot stress this enough, how important it is for us to know our worth and our value. Because as long as we do not know this, we will continue to have people walk over us, use us, abuse us, and just just letting just things happen to us. When the moment that we have that flip, that switch, where we're like, wait, no, I am worthy. I don't deserve this. Our, our whole world will change. And that is when even more deeper love comes to ourselves because then we're like, no, I'm not tolerating this shit. You can either go or I will go. It is point blank. That's it. There is no and if and buts. There's no gray areas. Either you respect me or you don't. And I'm going to walk away if you don't. And so it's going to create so much more. And you're going to attract a lot of more people that are beautiful. And that you will attract more people to you that love themselves. And so they will know how to treat you and how to love you. Because if you know how to love yourself, you know how to love other people. And then also, oof, this one, forgiveness. Forgiveness is a big thing. As everyone says, forgiveness is not for the person, it is for you. I know this word is triggering. A lot of things come up where like, well, they did this to me, they did that to me. They don't deserve forgiveness. I promise you, if you at least just forgive them a little bit, it's going to be more peace of mind for you than anything. The journey is is for you. It's not to you, and that is something that I that I struggle with. That I have to realize, and that I constantly am reminded about, is that everything that happens to you is for you, not to you. Because if not, you wouldn't be able to connect with certain people. You won't be able to help people in the future if you didn't experience a certain thing. So yes. Um, and then also working on your trust issues. I know that one comes with father wounds also. Uh, but definitely connecting. I'm sorry. 
creating that working on your trust issues is going to help you a lot also <laughs> um because i have been in that spot where i'm like no i don't trust nobody i don't i question everybody's intentions towards me um and i slowly been working on where i changed my mindset to well is something if someone were to hurt me it doesn't speak about me it speaks about them and so I'm like, so I trust myself. I trust in my decision. Even if they were to mess me up in the end, if they were to betray me at the end, I still trust myself in my decision that at that time I trusted you and I loved you and I did the best I could at that moment. Um, so regardless of the outcome of our relationship, it was whatever was best for me at that time. And I trust that. And so whatever you do is what you do. is not. It's, it's not me. I wasn't the problem. It was whatever the problem. Um, but yeah, no, that's something that definitely needs uh, to be uh, worked on. And like, definitely that trust issue. Trust issues with the self-worth and value. I think those are like the top three, in my opinion, that people need to work on when it comes to with mother wounds. Um, and then also asking yourself questions about your mother and your relationship. This one's a big one because I have talked to friends numerous times um, I'm like, oh, how's your relationship with your mother? Oh, it's very good. It is beautiful. It is wonderful. She's my best friend, which nothing wrong with that. However, you have to realize that if that person is not actively healing, that is a red flag. If that person is not actively healing, that is a red flag. That means, in my own opinion, to me, because I've seen it constantly where they say that, and I'm like, you sure? I'm like, because... I don't know. That sounds a little a little scary. You probably just blacked out and repressed so many memories that you don't have no more. And so now you think, oh, it was good because you don't remember what, what your childhood was with your mom. So I would be worried about that. I would, if the person's actively healing and they're doing their, their therapy, they're going in the spiritual world or religious world, whatever they're going to going to and they're actively healing and they're journaling and all that stuff and they say oh you yeah, know my mom's my best friend that i would be like oh okay cool what did you do to heal the relationship with your mother and then there you start a whole conversation like oh i did this i did that i saw her as she is and that but if you ask someone no it was great it was beautiful she was amazing and then you're like mm, but i haven't really seen you healing i don't i i, I it's a reflect for me my own opinion my own my own opinion literally it's my own opinion everybody has their own but that's how i see it um so ask yourself questions about how was your relationship with your mother um and that's going to pop up a lot of things how did you see your mother um what did you see her struggle most in and how did you feel about her seeing her struggle and that's going to come up a lot of things that you might have to work on that might open your eyes and be like oh wait hold on that relationship wasn't as good as I thought because that's happened to me where I do um, tarot readings on people and they're like, yeah, no, my mom's relationship was good as a child. I'm like, I highly doubt it, but okay. And I'm like, um, I would still like for you to write about like what you saw your mom struggle. What what did you see your mom do? And how did you feel? Okay, cool. And then they go and then they write down. And they come to me and they're like, wait, Nereshka, it wasn't that good. I, I, when I was right now, I was like, wait, hold on. That wasn't good. That, that was not okay. I don't know why I thought that was good. So there you go. That's where generally comes in. You realize things. Um, and then here is lastly, some things that you want to ask yourself some questions. Um, 
Um, so yes, I would say like pause every question and write it down and uh, or come back later to it. So some questions that I have asked myself to heal my mother wound is why don't I feel worthy to be loved? This is a big one. Because if we don't feel worthy of being loved, I'm, I am like, in my own opinion, like 90% sure that it comes from a mother wound, um, that we don't feel loved. So ask yourself, why don't I feel worthy of love? Uh, second question, am I scared to be loved? Oof, that one's deep. That's one that I would have to answer now. <laughs> um, and then third, am I scared to be taken care of? And this one's for my hyper-independent women. You already know what I'm talking about. <laughs> I don't need a man. I don't want a man. I got this on my own kind of person. You know. Ask yourself, why don't you want to be taken care of? Why do I... Oh, sorry. Fourth question. Why do I seek approval from others? Fifth question. Why am I scared to express my needs, wants, and expectations? And then sixth question. Do I know what I want? Ooh, that one's deep. Seventh, why am I settling? That one's going to be deep too. Eighth question, do I feel enough? Another deep question. Ninth question to ask yourself is, what anger and resentment do I have towards my mom? Tenth question, do I grow, did I grow up in survival mode? Eleventh. Have I been operating in survival mode? Twelve question. Do I lose myself in relationships? Thirteen question. How was my mom in romantic relationships? And then in that one, that's the last question. So in that question I put underneath it was list her traits in relationships, in romantic relationships. And then second was ask yourself, if you do the same thing. Ooh, that was deep. Yes, 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 yes. Oof. So yes, that is the end of this episode, The Mother Wound. I hope you ask yourself those questions. Those are very deep and powerful questions, and I hope you get the answers that you need so you can forgive, let go, and just embrace the newness in you. Um, so that is all for you guys. This is the Fire Up Goddess. I am Nadishka, and I cannot wait to see you next week. Next week, we will be talking about our first relationship. This will be about my first relationship um, that I had um, with a partner uh, at 15 years old. And it was that one's going to be a trigger one. So I will warn you right now, and I will warn you again in the beginning. That episode might be triggering um, due to the fact that it was a very abusive relationship. Um so yes, and that one is going to be very heavy and emotional for me um, because now I'm dealing, uh, things have been popping up in my life where it feels like I need to go over it again. I thought I dealt with it and I feel like I have to go through it again with a new set of eyes. And so I cannot wait to talk about it. I cannot wait for you guys to hear it. Um, so yes, I am very grateful. Thank you so much to everyone that has listened this far. And I will see you next episode. Stay blessed, beautifuls.